Hey guys, what's going on? Jim Grunovich here, otherwise known as Real Estate Jim. Today, we are going to be going over some indicators that help you assess the health of the market in your area. So, um, with the advent of social media and um, online and just really this information age that we are in, there's a lot of people right now who will read a couple articles and feel that they are close to expert level status and, you know, should be giving information about things. And as such, there has been quite a bit of talk recently about um, the fact that we are overdue for a recession, the fact that we have been on a 10-year bull run, um, the fact that the real estate market is crashing. Um, and a lot of these things really are not based in any type of factual information. So first of all, there is nothing that says we need to go back into a recession. So somebody that says, ah, you know, we're overdue for a recession. Um, and <laughs> it's something that I've done myself. But somebody goes, ah, we're overdue for a recession. Like, you know, n no, not necessarily. I mean, the U.S. can support constant growth. The thing is, most of the time we do hit a recession. So Talking specifically about real estate into my niche and into what I'm actually um, pretty well versed on, here are some things to help you assess the health of your marketplace. So the first thing you're going to want to do is look at a year to date, kind of a year over year analysis. So take um, how many sales, take how many pendings, take a whole host of information, all right, total value, pending sales, days on market, absorption rate, and compare it to the last year, the last couple years, and then go back and compare it to, you know, 2006, 7, 2008, and you're going to want to look mostly at percentages, percentage growth or percentage decline, because obviously the numbers are going to be different. What you want to look for is percentage growth year over year and compared to other years. Um, another thing you can look at is kind of uh, harder to look at if you're not in the industry, but see how many deals are cash deals. A big reason why um, the real estate market crashed before was because of subprime lending. That is obviously impossible if there are tons of cash buyers. So, um, look at percentage change, look at the financing terms. Uh, this is all kind of public knowledge to see, you know, if they financed or did cash. And then also, um, you're going to want to look at the pending sales. So, you know, how many sales are pending this month? Okay. So take this month, November of 2018 and compare it to 17, 2016, 2015. See how many pending sales there are. If they're up or if it's down, pending sale is when something has gone under contract. And if it's marked correctly, it is just waiting on a close date. Pending means there's no other contingencies to be fulfilled um, and that the deal should close barring any kind of outside interjection. So for instance, the seller just decides they don't want to sell the house or whatever. Um, so look at the pending sales. See if the pending sales volume is up or down. Again, keep in mind, um, it will show you the list price and show you that it's pending. That does not mean that they agreed to purchase the home for the list price, but 
Um, as far as I could tell, pending is a really good way to see the health of the market because it'll show you, okay, this month, 37 properties went under contract. Um, and, you know, in the last two months, that seems to be kind of on trend with what we see throughout the rest of the year. So pending sale volume is a great way to get your head around um, the actual current health of the market and how the market will be a couple months from now. Because a real estate transaction from, you know, contract execution to close could take, you know, anywhere from 30 days up to really any amount of time, 90 days. Um, it really is just kind of dependent on the financing, the buyer, you know, the lending institution and how the contract is written. You could write a contract that says you guys aren't going to close for, you know, six months. I've never personally seen anybody do it, but you can, right? So if you take that pending volume, it's going to give you a good idea of where the market is moving towards. Because if you're looking at just the closed volume, you know, to date, right now this month, let's say um, the volume is down 7%. Um, total from last year in November to this year in November, let's say the closed volume is down 7%. But you've been looking at the pendings and you know that they are set to have another, uh, you know, 30 or 40 million closed by the end of the month. And it'll bring it up actually above. So, while everybody else is running around saying, oh, you know, we're in a downturn, we're in a depression, you know, it's going to crash. You'll know because you followed the pending sales um, that, that that is just really not the case, you know, that there are going to be more that close this month and it should put you well in the ballpark of the normal range. Another thing to take into consideration is kind of the cyclical nature of the real estate market in general. So, there are lulls and there are hot spurts like with anything else. And every time there's a lull, every person on the planet is saying, oh, you know, is this going to be the crash? Is this going to be the next depression? Probably not. But a good way to tell that is to really know your market. Are things selling significantly less than they normally do? And more specifically, specifically less than they normally do during that time. So even go by season, say, Hey, you know, how does my market do in the summertime? How does my market do in the fall? How does it do in the winter? How does it do in the spring? Is it normally like this? Because in my market in Joliet here in Illinois, during the winter time, you see sales go down. You have uh, tons of holidays and vacations and, and just all different types of stuff where, you know, you might not want to be moving into a house on Thanksgiving. Um, you might not want to be moving into a house on Christmas or Hanukkah or, you know, whatever it is that you guys celebrate. You might not want to take away from that family time and move into a house. So there's a lot of people that wait, you know, until the end of that period. Another thing, um, a lot of times these holidays require a lot of spending money. And, you know, when you're throwing a bunch of money out there, it can be difficult to keep the loan. Say you accidentally, you know, open up another credit card or you've got a huge cash expenditures that aren't normal for you. And so it causes a hang up in the mortgage or you getting your loan or, or whatever it is. And it could just really be a difficult time. So around here, especially, we do see a low in the wintertime. However, oh man. 
Whoa. However, <laughs> don't mind me. I just knocked literally everything off my desk. It's not a big deal at all. Don't even worry about it. So, um, you know, those are some good ways to figure out um, the health of your market. And more than that, just kind of have your finger on the pulse. Talk to a real estate agent in your area and say, you know, can you send me some of this information? It's going to be a lot easier for them to do it than for you to do it yourself. So reach out to a real estate agent. Say, hey, listen, I've got an interest in real estate. I want to kind of see how the market is. Can you send me some information? And and then know what you're looking at, guys. Remember, looking at one huge set of data and comparing it to another huge set of data can be very misleading. And if you only look at one variable that impacts the total growth or health of a market, you can be misled very easily. And most of these places, you know, these YouTube videos, podcasts, um, posts that are talking about this recession, I watch them and frankly, they are very, very misleading. People will only reference one or two statistics. They will not give you the whole picture. And there's really not a lot of substance to it other than a great thumbnail and a little bit of clickbait. So um, to keep it simple for you guys, you want to look um, year over year. How did it do last year up to this time compared to this year? You're going to want to compare it to some times where we've seen a recession and notice what type of change you normally see. Is there a big change in volume? Is there a big change in units moved? Is there a big change in pending sales? Um, what was it that kind of you know came right before the recession? Then you're going to want to look at mostly percentage change, not necessarily the numbers. Um, and you're going to want to look at pending volume in your marketplace um, specifically is a great indicator to see if people are out there buying. And in the back of your head, you're going to keep that cyclical nature of your marketplace in mind. And no, you know, is it November, December is the volume down seven to 10% from normal. So you're kind of freaking out, but then you go back and you look and you realize that normally in winter, it goes down 15%. So you guys are actually in a better situation um, than anything else. And last but not least, look at the absorption rate. So how quickly are these properties falling off the market? How quickly are people buying them? And you know, how many months supply is currently on the market? You know, in the 150 to 150,000 range around here in Joliet, there's going to be a small percentage of properties on the market and they sell quickly. But if you go up to five, 600,000, which was almost four times more than the average sell price, those properties, the absorption rate is going to be much longer. It's much more difficult to sell them, but that is normal. So if you look at it, it might look scary and bad, but then you start to realize, okay, well, that's only scary because, um, you know, you took out the information that says, okay, well, most of the houses in Joliet sell for between a hundred and 200,000. And we're looking at a $600,000 house. So that house is obviously going to take some more time to sell. Um, okay guys, well, I'm going to be throwing up a video a little bit more in depth about this on my Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Uh, you guys can follow me there. Just type in real estate gym um, and you should be able to get all my information. I'll leave some links if I could do that. Um, and as always, guys, I appreciate you listening and I will be back with you very soon.